Hey, dude, how's it going? John Duke, what the fuck is going on, brother? Oh, just uh, staying warm, trying to, in my house. Because <laughs> it's pretty damn cold out everywhere here. <laughs> Hell yeah, it's fucking cold, man. Holy fuck. Well, we just got done blasting uh, one of your new tracks, Evolution, man. Fucking love that shit, dude. It's so fucking awesome, dude. Right on. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate so, it. So, uh, so tell us, man, what the fuck is going on in your world besides fucking freezing to death right now? <laughs> ah, it's a pretty exciting time right now. Uh, as everyone knows, we just released uh, the album, uh, The Resurrectionist, on December 9th. And uh, earlier today, we released the second single from that uh, lyric video for the song Class Warfare. Um, before that, we released a video for uh, the first single, Mass Murder. And uh, yeah, so far, it's been really well received, and uh, people have a lot of good things to say about it. So uh, it feels really good. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. So, uh, so, so speaking of freezing our asses off, where, where, are you guys, uh, where are you guys located at, and what's the, what's the metal scene like right there? We're uh, right in the the center of Canada, I guess you'd call it, in the frigid prairies, Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, metal scene here is awesome. Uh, lots of lots of talented bands. Uh, not as many venues as there was before COVID, but uh, it's starting to uh, pick up now. And uh, yeah, there's just a huge amount of uh, metal bands and creativity going on here. Fuck yeah, man! Fuck yeah, and you guys are—you uh, guys are on CDN Records, man. Which I'm good friends with those guys, man. Can you tell us uh, what, what's the, what's the—I um, don't know how to ask. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the experience been like so far with them? Like, you know, it's actually been really good. Uh, we we've known Craig Newman for a number of years. Um, and he's he's been really good to us, but uh, he initially approached us a few years ago, and uh, Immortal Possession hadn't ever recorded a full-length album. We only did uh, three demos, and he was contacting us along with, I don't know, maybe about a dozen other labels, trying to get us to re-release those demos, and uh, we didn't feel comfortable with that. I don't know, being a musician yourself, you're probably familiar with, you know, back in the day, you had to pay for studio time. You could only afford so much time. So it's like some of the performances aren't the way you want them to be. The sound quality back then wasn't great. So um, we have another band, Votov, that was actually looking to get signed as well. So basically put it to Craig, uh, hey, why don't you sign Votov, and then uh, later on we can do something with Mortal Possession. And uh, they've been really supportive of everything, and uh, it's it's great. They're, they're the biggest distribution in all of Canada, one of the bigger ones in North America as well, and uh, they've got a worldwide reach. So, yeah, and <laughs> the awesome thing is this year, they hired uh, Metal Devastation PR to uh, help promote everything. So uh, working with you guys has been awesome as well. And uh, 
we're finding that uh, we're getting to a lot of places that we weren't reaching before. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, man. You're welcome, dude. And and thank you for that, man. You know, it's funny, man. Like, yeah, ever since uh, ever since we sent out that shit fucking everywhere I look, man, it's just immortal possession. That's all I see, man. Fucking it's like everywhere, dude. I'm like, fuck, yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about, dude. You know, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it, you know, it, you never know, you know, like, uh, you know, sometimes it, it hits it hits hard. And sometimes it doesn't. But when it does, it's like, yeah, man, that's what I'm talking about. And uh proud to proud to be uh a part of the uh the team and proud to be helping you guys man for sure awesome hell yeah man but i mean the songs speak for themselves you know to be you know when you get down to it that's that's what that's where it's all at you know like if, if the if the music kicks ass people are gonna fucking they're gonna realize it man all they gotta do is click fucking play on it you know because everything's on the internet nowadays so it's not the, you know it's not that hard i mean all you gotta do is click the fucking button and, and listen to it and as soon as you do man it's just like yeah these guys are fucking doing it man and you guys are man like you have a very uh i don't know like it's it's definitely a mixture in my opinion, of like classic old school death metal, but also modern as well. No, I appreciate that. I, I like to think too. We've got quite a bit of a, a thrash influence and definitely. a bit of a influence as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. And lo- lo- I can definitely hear that. Uh, speaking of that, can you tell us uh, about some of your influences, like growing up and stuff? What what got you into playing music and, and you know, got you to to where you're at now with this sound? Well, I have to say my first experience with metal was probably uh, Black Sabbath when I was a kid. And uh, the neighbor was about four or five years older, and uh, he brought home a copy of Paranoid and invited me over to check it out and... uh, we listened to that album for about four or five hours, and from that point on, I was totally hooked. And uh, I, I mean, a lot of the influences are classic metal, like your, you know, your Black Sabbath, your Iron Maiden, your Judas Priest, and then it went from there to you know a lot of the the thrash stuff, Metallica, Slayer, and then even heavier stuff after that deicide morbid angel all all the classic osd old school death metal stuff right so um it just we were always looking for the next heavy thing and we kind of we kind of really like that old school sound so that's kind of where we we settled into Hell yeah speaking of paranoid man what's what's your favorite song off that record if you had to if you had to choose one <laughs> you know what i that's crazy um i really like uh, hand of doom there's a, there's like so many good songs on on that album so it's i mean of course paranoid has been you know over like, <laughs> like huge but uh Still, when it comes on the radio, you can't help but turn it up, right? Yeah, I, I'd have to. My, me personally, I'd have to go with Electric Funeral if I had to pick one, dude. Just I yeah, love that. 
I love that riff, man. It's so fucking evil sounding. Funny, funny you mention that because uh, our other band, Votov, that that is actually one of our favorite songs, and uh, we're going to be releasing a cover. We we actually recorded it a few months ago, and uh, we're going to be releasing that pretty soon as well. So that's kind of cool. That's badass, man. Can't wait to hear that. Right on. Now, the name Immortal Possession, how did you guys come up with that? Is there a story behind it? You know what? It, it's one of those things where you're all just... I, I wasn't in the band at the time, but from what what I was told is the guys just threw a bunch of things out there and they actually took two words and put them together and said, hell yeah, that sounds cool. <laughs> you know, yeah. let's be a mortal possession. And lo and behold, did a, you know, back then you couldn't really, the internet didn't exist or whatever, but um, from everything we knew from tape trading and uh, stuff like that, all, all the zines and stuff we used to uh, read, there was no immortal possession in the world. So we're like, Hell yeah, that sounds like a really good name. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, like, nowadays, I think uh, a band's starting out, they got to fucking Google search the shit. You know, if they come up with a name, they got to they gotta search it on Google and see how many other bands are fucking uh, named that. But I don't think there's anybody else that's got the Immortal Possession uh, name, as far as I know. Yeah, not, uh, there's a couple of close ones, but yeah, nothing... Uh it's it, it's crazy though, dude. Like some of these bands, like obviously they've never Google searched stuff, and uh, <laughs> you, know, you, you put that name in, and it's like there's like ten bands worldwide. Like, what are you guys thinking? Yeah, you know, yeah, that happens. That happens a lot, actually, man. Fucking, you know, we'll get we'll get bands sent in. And uh, they'll want to get airplay and stuff, and we'll be playing them. And uh, you know, I'll go to tag them on Facebook or something, and. I'll accidentally tag a different one, you know, because they've all got the same fucking name, and then they're pissed off. They're like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Dude, yeah. I don't fucking know, man. What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> well, you go to tag them, and it's like, "Oh, what did their what did their thumbnail look like?" Yeah, yeah, the oh, fuck, man. <laughs> Usually, I'm just gonna pick the fucking top one, you know, the first one that comes, Wh- whichever yeah. one looks like it's uh, metal, you know, like it's hard to see, you know, it's hard to tell because. Yeah, for sure. There's just so many, man. But uh, speaking of that, like, uh, what's what's your take on the uh, the modern era of of music and metal in general? Like, like with this, um, you know, with how it how it works nowadays versus back when we were kids. Oh man, it, it's <laughs> nowadays. It's so much easier for you know bands to get their names out there and everything. Like compared to compared to back in the day, like dude, we used to have to like type out letters or handwrite them. Everything was all xeroxed, and it, it was just like painstakingly like the the process of even creating like an album or anything like by yourself was just like now it's everything's at your fingertips, like I- including. You know, like like the most important thing is being able to record your own music and everything without 
having to pay for studio time. You know, it, it's a very small investment, and uh, a- anybody can can do it and sound good. Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely definitely true, man. But I think also at the same time, like there's definitely a difference as far as uh, bands recording at home versus bands recording in the studios like like a lot of the bands that we grew up to you know that went to the studio and were i think you know when they were uh when they only had a limited amount of time and they had a producer and whatnot it was a little bit different versus what you can do now because now you know there's there's not that person in there screaming at you and yelling at you telling you to do this and that and uh you know what I mean? Like it, 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 it yeah. It does, sure. it does make it a little bit different, but you know, there's still a lot of really cool stuff that comes out. Yeah. Well, lots of back in that day, though, too. Like a lot of magic happened because of those scenarios, too, right? Or you get bands basically once once they had made it after they'd had a a hit album or whatever, the studio would give them this huge budget, so they'd just go into the studio and write right in the studio mm-hmm. so a lot of that kind of just happened right off the cuff and then they just took a lot of that stuff and created songs out of it you know oh yeah i got some questions for you coming in from the uh listeners in the chat room uh vicky grandy wants to know <laughs> what's one of your favorite venues that you played in winnipeg uh well my all-time favorite has got to be the zoo i mean uh it's it's gone now probably i don't even know how long but uh yeah that used to be uh our our favorite venue to play nice she she also wants to know how long have you been playing bass and do you play anything else uh i've been playing bass i guess for Oh God! Probably about forty years, <laughs> and, and you know what? I I really I I don't play any other instruments. It's uh, it's kind of strange, but yeah, no. Uh, I've just always played the bass and uh, kind of stuck with that, and it's the way it is. She also wants me to ask you: Do you remember her? Of course I do. <laughs> She's Lady Red. <laughs> do Do you have any crazy stories you can tell us about Lady Red? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no crazy stories, but uh, just always a pleasure to uh, to talk with her and interact with her when I see her at uh, metal shows out and about. So, and always a pleasure online to to chat with her and stuff. Right on. I got another question uh, from B Metal Five Six Six wants to know who is your major music influence? Like, like if you had to pick one, what's the main one? Oh, it's Geezer for sure, man. Hell yeah, all the way. Yeah, it's, he's a fucking he's a fucking monster, man. Those fucking uh, he's the wizard. <laughs> it's the only way to put it. He, 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 yeah, and, and you know, uh, I think like as far as I know, as far as metal and you know in general, I think he's one of the first to ever, 
use like like a wah pedal and fucking distortion and stuff on his bass, you know, like long before yeah, Cliff Burton sure. even. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like like Burton too is a he's a huge favorite of mine, Steve Harris as well. Like there's there's lots of them, but uh but I mean yeah, he's uh he's definitely my number one influence. Like that intro on NIB, man? Wow. <laughs> fuck yeah dude yeah it's crazy so, so fucking badass man yeah well uh speaking of uh stuff like that man I-, I gotta ask you for all the gearheads out there that are wondering what kind of equipment do you use and, and uh like what's your rig rundown uh so i just i just changed <laughs> uh amps I was a GK guy for a very, very, very long time, um, and my favorite basses to play are uh, Fender. Um, right now, uh, I just bought a new amp, and uh, it's crazy, uh, but uh, Dark Glass, I uh, bought a 500-watt uh, microtubes. And it's killer, dude. Like, the tones that you can get from that are just unreal. 500 watts? Yeah. (laughs) What the fuck, dude? That's insane, man. (laughs) (laughs) That is, like, goddamn, dude. How many fucking cabinets are you pushing with that? (laughs) Just one right now. Just one? Yeah. Holy shit. I got a a trainer 410 right now, but... uh, it's it, it's great, man. I, I'm I, I was scared to go to go to them because it's kind of like a boutique brand. But mm-hmm. uh, a buddy of mine brought it into the music shop for me, the local music shop, Quest Music, and uh, I checked it out. And within like five or ten minutes, I was like, "Yeah, I gotta have this." What's that feel like when you're standing in front of it playing it? <laughs> it's so good like uh at first it was a little bit because i play with active pickups i've got an active preamp in my jazz bass and i've also got uh active uh, emgs in my 78 precision and uh it was a little bit noisy at first uh because of the electronics and everything so uh i got myself a noise gate and <laughs> Not too many people I've heard of using noise gates on bases, but uh, it works killer. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! I'm able I'm able to push it like way more than I would if if I didn't have that. So it's uh, it's really elemental in uh, getting some different tones as well. Hell yeah. Well, it, as far as live shows uh, are concerned. W- w- how how would you describe a uh, a show of immortal possession for for anybody who's never seen you guys live? Uh, we just, you know what, man? We go up there and we just we leave it all on the stage. It's uh, we kind of turn into animals when we're up there, um, and just give it our all energy and everything, and uh, it's you become a different person. So, 
I, I would say it's, uh, you know, from what I've heard, it's <laughs> people dig it, dig seeing us live and stuff. So they like the energy and stuff like that. Very high energy, very, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Lots of people say it's loud as fuck, too. So, <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, yeah, well, you fucking blasting a fucking 500 watt amp, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> God damn, that, that's, that's got to be fucking loud, man. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. I can't turn, I can't turn it up much, much past a little over one because it's. Jesus. <laughs> well that's cool man uh it, it, you guys have some really cool videos too can you tell us about that like who, who's doing these videos for you man so um we've got a good buddy dylan bailey and uh he's helped us with a lot of the uh the votov votov stuff and uh he just did uh the last three videos for us uh any of the live footage that you see in uh, mass murder and that but uh the majority of the stuff is all done by chuck um this last lyric video was done actually by uh derek he did all the uh he created all the images and uh chuck edited them all of them and uh animated them and stuff like that so as a band we're uh really self-sufficient like in in terms of everything like in you know from our our shirts and uh any of our album covers stuff like that it's all it's all done in house nice you guys are very active on social media as well i got to say man so for any fans out there that want to uh get a hold of you and and talk to you and stuff like you're just you're there oh yeah <laughs> that's uh that's the number one thing uh i find about being successful is to be accessible to your fans and uh that's exactly what we try to be fuck yeah all right well for people out there that are wondering where can they go to uh find some merch and support you guys like where is the best place for them to go uh, in terms of merch, we don't have a store yet. We're working on that for the new year. But, uh, yeah, just message any of the band pages, like either the Immortal Possession page or the Votov page. Um, obviously, all our music's on all the streaming sites. We're on Bandcamp. Uh, they can find stuff on uh, CDN Records. He's got a bunch of uh, bundles right now that... Uh, He's selling with uh, different merch. So, yeah, they can check all that stuff out online. Also, any any chance of those demos uh, making it somewhere like he's like he's trying to get you guys to do? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't <laughs> think so. They're they're out there still. Like if you if you look on YouTube, there's uh, our mass murder one is out there for sure. Um and again, it's a, like I say, it's it's a stamp in time, right? But the whole the whole reason for us redoing these songs was they were never presented in the manner that we had imagined for them. So that was a, that was the whole reason in uh, in doing this album. 
Right on, man. Right on. Well, you, you definitely sparked my curiosity because, you know, if Craig's fucking looking for it and he's he's wanting it, it makes me wonder, you know, like there, there must be something there, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to go check it out. I'll have to go dig yeah, it up. De- definitely uh, look at it on YouTube. You'll, you'll find it. Right on, man. Well, <laughs> I'm about out of questions for you, brother. Is there anything else you want to let the people know? No, I just... Uh... Thanks for all the support, everybody. And, uh, you know, we're going to try and keep releasing content for this album. We've got lots of stuff planned. Um, Votov's in the process of writing a new album. So uh, lots of uh, really cool stuff coming for uh, 2023. We're hoping to get some uh, touring as well if we can. And, uh, yeah, we've got a... We've got a CD release show locally here coming up at the Osborne Tap House in February. So, yeah, lots of lots of cool things happening. As far so, as as far as touring, uh, any plans of coming down here to the U.S.? You know what? We'd love to get to the U.S. side, but uh, it's not looking good in terms of work visas and stuff like that. Yeah. Like you're looking, you're looking about fifteen hundred dollars a guy, fuck, just to get a work visa, and then there's no guarantee that they'll even let you into the country. So <laughs> you you could book a whole bunch of dates and uh, pay for a work visa, and they might deny you still. Man, they need, yeah, they need to stop that shit, man. They're fucking yeah, for sure. Dudes. <laughs> It's crazy. I, I'd love to get over to Europe too, man. It's, yeah. uh, we 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 need to be uh, heard out there. For sure, man. Absolutely. Well, I, I thank you a lot for taking the time, man, to talk to us. And uh, before I let you go, can I get you to make us a station tag real quick? <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> All right. Whenever you're ready, say something like, this is Immortal Possession. And you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. This is John Duke from the band Immortal Possession. And you're listening to Metal Devastation Radio. Crank it the fuck up. (laughs) Hell yeah, dude. Like a fucking pro, man. (laughs) Fuck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Well, Dude, once again, thanks a lot for taking the time to talk to us, man. And, uh... Hope you guys have a happy holiday, and uh, we're going to fucking blast some more Immortal Possession for these motherfuckers so they can go crazy, all right? Awesome. Same to you, brother, and thanks for having us, man. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Cheers. There you have it, folks. Immortal Possession live on the Zach Moonshine Show with Metal Devastation motherfucking radio. Like I said earlier, put your speakers fucking everywhere. Make your neighbors fucking hate you, man. If you don't see you all trucks everywhere tomorrow, I don't care if it's Christmas Eve. Every fucking where, man. People should be moving out because they are fucking scared. They are fucking freaked out. And they're like, what the fuck is this fucking shit? Crank it the fuck up, man. Loud as a fuck.